welcome to I'm Jealous, hosted by me, Vicki Cato. This podcast tells the story of my journey to finding myself and starting my business. Uh-huh. Gotta take that retainer out. Oh, <laughs> uh, hi. So... I woke up super happy today. I don't know if that ever happens to you, but it's just like I woke up just feeling so good and I had good music playing in my head. I walked my dog. The weather was good, not too cold, not too hot. He was a little bit of a terror towards the end of the walk, but I didn't even care because I was just so happy. And then I started baking. I baked cinnamon buns. They turned out really great. They are a little bit overdone, but aside from that, I'm trying to just let that go. It's just been a good morning. Like, I'm just feeling good, man. Like, and this is under zero influence of drugs or alcohol, which is like wicked. It's just so good to just be feeling good in my body and in my mind without the aid of any substance. (laughs) Just me, just like feeling, just feeling good. And yeah, I... I'm just feeling good. So that's good. Um, But let's get to it. Let's get to what this is all about. It's about business. It's about branding this month. And I want to give a little bit of an update just on the business and where things stand. So I had a fitting with my sample maker yesterday. This could be part of why I'm in such a good mood, but it went really, really well. So we moved on to the second type of pants. So we were working on the trouser pants. Now we're working on more of a casual like jogger type of pant and they were wonderful. And obviously a lot of that is because we figured out some of the tweaks about what I'm looking for with the trousers. So that we had a lot of edits to do, but this was our first try with the joggers and I put them on and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, whoa it was like whoa do you remember that song like whoa (laughs) your love is like whoa it was like whoa like it was just good stuff I put them on they felt super comfortable they fit me the way that I wanted them to where it's like I could probably get away with wearing them to the office and no one would bat an eye and I could definitely wear them like running errands, walking the dog, going to the grocery store. Like they look like an elevated sweatpant where it's like, okay, maybe this isn't a dress pant. This isn't something that you could wear to the office, but it's pretty darn close. Like you could do everything else in it and still feel like I'm in my pajamas on the inside. You know what I mean? So I'm really, really excited about that. Um, The only thing is that I... I'm going back and forth between potentially making them a little bit wider, so not such a slim fit, but I was also thinking that could be something I do next year. So we launch with these pants and then get feedback, see if anyone else thinks that they would also appreciate having a little bit of a wider fit. I know that's where the trends are going, um, and I don't want to be late to the party on that, but at the same time, in terms of wanting something that looks more refined, having something that is a bit wider doesn't necessarily get you there. So I'm struggling with that a little bit, but like I said, all in all, amazing, amazing fitting. We're going to make a few adjustments, a few tweaks, and there are some things that I need to think about. Um, 
some finishing details that I need to think about and consider, but hopefully I'm going to get back to my sample maker on Monday and just let her know how we want to move forward. Um, there are, I put in an order for some trouser fabric. Um, it's dead stock, so I feel a little bit better about it. It's not you know, I've been really wanting to use eco-friendly fabrics. This is not eco-friendly fabric, but because it is dead stock, I do feel a bit better about it. So I sent in my order um, a couple of days ago, but they're 10 days behind. So it's likely that I won't actually see the fabric until the end of November. Um but there's not really anything I can do about that. I also want to put in one more um, fabric order for additional sample yardage on this other fabric that I've kind of been thinking about. Um, so I just sent an email today to try to find out where they're at in terms of the lead times on orders and if this specific fabric is in stock. So that's on the production and all of that stuff. It's good. Things are going really well. I'm really happy with how things are going. Um, but what we're really here to talk about today, obviously, is branding and marketing. So as I've said, I've been doing a lot of work on the branding and marketing, but I still don't feel like I have a very cohesive um, face to my brand, like what do we look like? What comes to mind? And so I really want to do more work on that. I have a, I guess not a partnership, but I've got something coming up with uh, the Young Women in Business. It's a group that I'm a part of. They put out a call on our Slack channel just saying, hey, are there any entrepreneurs in the house that want to be featured on our Instagram page? And I put my hand up. Obviously, I'm super new. There are like no, I'm not selling anything right now, but I still felt like, hey, it would be good to at least put myself out there, get that practice while I don't really have too much at stake. <laughs> As I keep saying, no one's watching. So it's like low stakes, right? So it's like, let me put my hand up. Let me start improving my visibility, right? And trying to gain some awareness. And I think this is a good way to do it. So even though I don't really feel very ready per se. I don't feel like I have, you know, my Facebook page the way that I want it, my Instagram page the way that I want it, the website the way that I want it. But at the same time, I do feel like at least it could help to connect with one or two more people who might be here to just watch me on my journey and who could be really big advocates for me at the end of the day. So I put my hand up. I said I wanted to be featured. Now I have to put some stuff together and not having that very like thought out brand face is kind of making me second guess myself but I'm still going to move forward I'm still going to provide the information that they need put it out there and then we'll see um I mentioned that I really do want to have this brand be you know all about working women and the situations, the experiences, you know, the bullshit, just what we face being women who work. And I wanted to communicate that in a way that comes off as being authentic and doesn't come off as being preachy or the other thing I didn't want it to be was like very commercial where it's like, oh, you're just doing this because you want me to buy your thing. 
I want it to be more because this is something that is important to me and I want to support it in any way that I can. Honestly, I feel like what I've gotten out of this business in terms of connecting with women, talking to women, growing my own self-esteem, those are things that I want to be able to provide to other women. Um, and it doesn't really, it's not the pants themselves. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, the product is amazing. I love the pants. <laughs> I love the pants and I need the pants. I'm very happy with my product. But there's also this other thing to it that I'm really trying to weave in there and I, I'm not sure how to do it. And so that's another huge question mark. And I'm just gonna, I want to be thoughtful about it. But at the same time, I do just want to start putting it out there. So then I can just start tweaking and changing things, right? So it's only when I put things out there and I make a mistake that I realize, oh no, that's not what I want. But if I don't take that first step, then I feel like I don't really get anywhere. So I think it's probably going to be the same thing with the branding where, you know, to my, at my core, I know what I want this to be about. I know that it's going to be women who work, working women and supporting us in our struggles and our triumphs and all of that stuff. So that's going to be at the core of this brand. And I know I know the brand voice. I know that I want her to be kind. I want her to be slightly self-deprecating, anxious. <laughs> like, basically, I just want her to be someone, I want the brand voice to be someone that I would be friends with. So someone that just kind of gets it, that's not too not to know it all like that just just gets it you know so I I want to communicate that but I still don't really know how to and so there I did this one webinar a while ago and one of the things that he said is don't ship the brief and this is something that keeps coming to my mind where it's like do what you want to do without saying that that's what you're doing, essentially. Like, you know, your target customer is an ambitious working woman. Don't go out there saying, you know, we want ambitious working women. Do you know what I mean? Like, it has to be more like the things that you're saying speak to your customer. And that's how she knows that she's your customer without you having to say, oh, are you ambitious are you between the ages of 25 and 45 well then you're our customer like no that is not what I want to do and I don't know how to not do that <laughs> like, because I want to have conversations about working women how do I have that without just saying yo let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about our issues with work let's talk about the things that get on our nerves let's talk about how to get a raise how to get promoted how to ask for the job that you're not qualified for yet all of those things how can I say that without saying that and so I think that's kind of where I'm at right now with the branding like I said at the end of the day I have to just take a stab at it and try my best and so what I'm going to do is really try to put something together right now that feels at least somewhat right or okay and that also doesn't have too much to it so I think and I've heard this before but for some reason I don't know I didn't it's not that I didn't believe it but I was just like yeah I guess I didn't believe it but now I know that that's true is don't don't make anything too complicated like try to make the branding simple at first because you're still not really sure 
what you're doing (laughs) essentially. So I'm thinking about maybe really leaning into the whole like neutral theme, black and white maybe. Um, But I don't know if that really feels right to me either. Like looking back on it, am I going to be okay with just seeing like all these black and white pictures? I don't know. I don't know. I don't really think I would. So see, even just as I'm saying this, I'm changing my mind. It's going to be simple, but it's not going to be all black and white. I think it would be nice to have a color theme or story, something that makes it more cohesive um, because right now it's not at all. So that's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to put together something that looks at least sort of like a thought out, you know, brand strategy where it's like, okay, every Wednesdays they post these questions and they're in this type of format and da 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 da, right? So actually I do kind of like that. Maybe that's what I'm going to (laughs) do. So that's what I'm thinking is going to hopefully work and then hopefully be able to get people on board. Obviously, it's early days, so there's just not a lot there. And that just makes me feel so stupid all the time. Like, okay, I'm going to tell people, oh, come check me out. And then there's like nothing there except for a whole bunch of words because I have really long captions, but I'm going to quit that. So no more long captions. Um, But yeah. I just wanted to say a couple more things. <laughs> um, I just had a meeting just now with an ATB strategist. I had a meeting with her before earlier this year and things with my business, obviously, if you listen to this podcast, you know, lots has changed over the past six months from when I started to where I'm at now. Um, when I first spoke with her, I was really focused on just wanting to do a clothing line for tall women. Um, right now, I don't want it to be just tall women. So, you know, I was kind of going over things with her and she really was like, it felt like she wasn't really getting it where she's like, okay, well, if I'm just a regular size woman, why would I want to buy your pants? Right. And I think that's really a question you could pose to any clothing designer because, you know, there are tons of other clothing designers. So I get the question in terms of what makes you unique, but people all have different tastes and some people are going to be into um, the clothes from fucking Old Navy and some people might not be, right? Maybe that's not your jam. So for me to say like, you know, some women are going to like my clothes because we have similar styles, similar aesthetic. I mean, it was a difficult question for me to answer because it's not just the straight like niche where, oh, I only make pants for punk rockers. So, you know, if you're into punk, you're going to like my style. Like it's not like that. Right. So I take the point that niching is important when you're first starting out and maybe if I was just doing a clothing line specifically for tall women maybe it would be an easier sell but at the same time I have to be I have to be true to my own thoughts and feelings and ideas about this brand and for whatever reason the tall thing just is not it for me it's not just the only thing that I want to focus on so you know I said that to her she wasn't too into it she kind of just didn't get it and so I did bring up some other points about my pants and how they're super comfortable they're sustainable they're made ethically they're made locally um 
you can wear them all day. Um, they fit, I think they fit, they fit fantastic because they've been made to my body. (laughs) So I'm super happy with them. Um, this next few weeks, um, I should be getting sample sizes. So I'm going to get other people to be wearing my pants and see what kind of feedback I get from them. But hopefully they'll love them as much as I do. And yeah, so hopefully that will also be a selling feature that, hey, these pants look nice and they also are very comfortable. The other thing that I did mention to her, and I'm not sure if I've mentioned it on here before, but it's something that right from the beginning when I knew I wanted to do pants, it was something that I wanted to address. So in my... um in my survey that I sent out to like friends and family, I think I sent it out. This was after, (laughs) this was after I had that meeting with Karen and I started crying. (laughs) It's good that now I can laugh about it. But after that meeting and she's like, yeah, you should start like surveying customers and blah, blah, blah. And so at that point I hadn't told anybody about my idea. And so it was really hard for me, but I did, I sent out the survey and one of the questions I asked about it was like, okay, what kinds of things do you like hate about your work pants? And so I did thankfully get some feedback. And one of the things that I put on there was, um, visible panty line, because for me, Okay, let's, let's let's get real here. I love a big panty, okay? I'm going to be honest. I love a big panty sometimes. You know, thongs are great sometimes. When I'm feeling like I'm in a sexy type of space, then yeah, I'm all for a thong. Do I want to wear a thong every single day? Not really. Like on the weekends, when I'm at home, when I'm not doing anything, when I'm just going out to walk my dog, I'm not pulling out a thong some women do and I get that and power to those women but me I love a big cotton panty okay and then on top of that I've been doing I've been doing my own work in terms of sustainability and being more environmentally friendly one day we're going to talk about composting one day we're going to talk about all of these like when I think about the planet we're not going to get into it but I just get severe anxiety So I've been thinking about the different things that I could do. I started using the Diva Cup in January. Um, I'm not sure if we already talked about that, but the Diva Cup has changed my life. And I'm a big fan of the Diva Cup. Um, The only thing is it's depending on, I don't want to get graphic, depending on how you insert your Diva Cup, some days will be like, perfect. No slip ups, no nothing, nothing's coming out. Other days it's like, I don't know. I don't know what changed today. My mate, I don't know. Something changed and now there's, you know, the, the, it's flowing. Okay. So I tend to, well, I tend to wear my diva cup and then also wear a pad. Okay. So that's not ideal right? And especially for the environment. I don't know if you knew this, but pads do not decompose ever, 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 ever. They will be there for a hundred million years from now. Pads don't decompose and neither do tampons, I believe. So either way, they're not decomposing. So what I was looking into was um, period panties, which I'm sure you all have heard of by now. They're all over the place. Um, 
and I'm following now this newer period panty company. Um, there are a few of them now, but for some reason, I just really love this brand. Their marketing speaks to me. I feel like we are kindred spirits. So I'm going to order their period panties. I was actually getting on my phone to do that just now. I'm going to order their period panties. But with period panties, if you do want to feel a certain amount of like, I like I'm not going to bleed through my pants. Like if you, if you want to feel safe, I guess, then you got to have a bigger period panty. <laughs> like it's not going to be a thong probably. It's going to be like, you know, a full on panty that, you know, covers your bum a little bit. So I say all that to say, <laughs> the point of this is that now with us all being more conscious about our environmental footprint and wanting to do what we can to reduce our impact, period panties and diva cups and all that stuff are making a lot more sense for women. And the only issue being that if you want to if you are going to wear something and you have your period and you want to wear a bigger panty, a lot of times for me, that would limit my choice of pants because it's like, okay, I know I can't wear my favorite black trousers because they show everything. You know, they're, and that's the funny thing too, is they're not a thin material. They're a nice wool material, but for some reason you can see the panty line like perfectly so you have to wear a thong with these pants and sometimes especially when I have my period I don't want to wear a thong right so the awesome thing about my pants Nikato is that there is no visible panty line okay I've been testing it I've been doing a few different things to see how this is going to work and I feel like I've kind of figured it out knock on wood I feel like we're almost there. It's still super comfortable. My bum still looks good, but there is no visible panty line. I can wear my, I call them granny panties. You know, my husband calls them my period panties, whatever you want to call it. You can wear any kind of panties you want. You want to wear like a nice cotton hugging your bum, like a nice hug, you know, panty. You can do that and still wear your nice snug fitting you know, work pants and not feel like, okay, everyone is going to be seeing my panty line. I feel like that went on and on, but I'm very passionate about this now. (laughs) So that's kind of where things are in terms of how I feel like I'm differentiating myself. I feel like that's a huge sell and I could be overstating it. And that's part of the reason why I need to do this whole crowdfunding thing to see if anyone else is interested in this, is this actually a big sell to people or is it not? I also just had um, a call with a patent lawyer to see if this idea is patentable. Um, So we'll see details. I'll say patent pending. Um, But I mean, even if it's not, then it's not, you know, and then a hundred more people maybe want to do the same thing. But if that's the case and it's like, cool, I was the person that kind of started that. Right. And I would be the original. And I think that's kind of awesome too. Right. So at the end of the day, what she said to me, this ATV strategist said to me around branding is very, very valid and I need to work on it. And that's why this whole month I'm focusing on branding. Um, 
I have a session coming up actually later today on branding with Digital Main Street and Business Link. Um, And we're going to get into it a little bit more next week and I'll review what they talked about. Um, And I also, I mean, I have a lot of the same things that I've talked about before are in the works, just really honing in on my target customer, trying to find her, trying to speak to her, trying to make sure that my photography that my messaging that everything kind of is kind of like a wink to her a nod to her and she gets it and I just really need to work on that and I am working on that um the other thing too is in terms of finding customers especially finding my target customer I still don't really know how to go about doing that So I was thinking about markets, you know, it was something that Candice had brought up before. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to really look into the whole markets thing. The only thing is, is that I live in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and there's not like a huge, huge like fashion scene here. I feel like if I lived in Vancouver or Toronto or Montreal, you know, it might be easier for me to you know schedule some trade shows some markets and be able to put myself out there that way but because Calgary doesn't have that at this point there's going to be a little bit more work involved and I'm going to have to be a little bit more I guess forgiving of what we do have here because so I went to one this past weekend I wanted to scope it out and just see like what the vibe was like And I was talking to my sister about it and I told her, I was like, well, one, I was the only person of color. So that kind of sucked. Um, It was like, everyone was like chill and nice. And it was like, it wasn't bad, but it also was like, not exactly my scene. Like, it's not a place where I would expect to see, you know, a bunch of professional, working women, millennials, you know, it just didn't feel very on brand for me, but it did feel like, you know, a warm space, you know, I didn't feel like I couldn't make space for myself, I don't know if that makes sense, but I think that it is maybe worth a try. The only thing is that to rent a booth there for a day is like $300 almost. And then you also have to get your whole setup, you know, get like posters and stuff to put up and like, you know, you can put fabrics up just to make it look nice. So there's that, that cost to it too. It's like, is it worth it when your customer might not actually show up at this place? Because my customer is like me and I didn't know about this place. <laughs> so I I don't know. That's going to be something that I'm going to have to consider. What I was thinking is that maybe it might be worth it next year in the spring and summer to look into doing a little bit of travel and maybe going out to Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal and like doing something there. Because obviously it would be more expensive. The travel alone to go out east would be well maybe the prices might be okay but it would be more expensive but then at the same time maybe I'll have a wider reach because if I do something local here in Calgary and I only end up connecting with like five women who would potentially be my customer and I'm paying $300 for that 
actually let's go let's go to let's say five hundred dollars for that because honestly the setup and all the stuff that you need it would end up being a lot more or I could drive out to Vancouver spend a weekend there um, go to a couple shows in a weekend and then maybe connect with say a hundred customers that are my potential customers it's like to me the costs end up then being more comparable because it's like, okay, I'm reaching more people by spending more money and maybe that's the way to go. So that's something that I'm thinking about for next year. But for now, there is another market um, market collective. It's in December and I was checking out their social media and it's similar to the other market that I'd went to. Um, but I did see some black people. <laughs> there was, so that was like a selling feature. I was like, well, I see a black face. So maybe this is a little bit more of a diverse space. So I went to their website. I looked at the cost. It's more expensive, but it's over the full weekend. Um, obviously, I don't have my product ready to sell yet, but I was thinking it would be good for me to go and start engaging with people there. So I signed up to volunteer. So I'm going to be volunteering there in December. I'll get to talk to other entrepreneurs and vendors and potentially, you know, some customers, maybe. I'm going to try to have my business cards and maybe like a little information, info. Okay. I don't, I, I know how to say information. <laughs> I was thinking like, a, like, you know, those cards like postcards that you get in the mail and it has like a picture and some images and like a coupon code like one of those things is it like an info book or an info card something like that I can have a few of those made and then maybe when I'm there I can just like give them out that's kind of what I'm thinking so I'm going to be volunteering and then it will also give me a feel for is this a good place for me to buy a booth and try to connect with customers because maybe it is and then come next year I can actually get a booth there and at that point it's like okay I've been here before I know a couple of the girls I know that I want a booth that's over here I know that I only need a booth of this size whatever it is right because I'm not very familiar with markets so I just felt like volunteering would be a good way for me to become more accustomed to it and then also I don't have to pay for entry so it's just my time and I think it was a three-hour window they give you some free swag and stuff too so I'll be volunteering for that coming up here in December and yeah I'm still really not sure when I'm going to be able to schedule the photo shoot that's the next thing that's like on my radar but regardless for now let's just focus on branding I will let you know after I do my branding workshop we'll talk about it next week and yeah stay tuned listening. 